You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Check us out at Cineleaks.com. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. It is your boy, Celeb, joined by the albino wizard, Zachary. What's up, Zach? What's up, Caleb? I'm trying to stay as quiet as possible so I won't fuck up the podcast again. Also joined by TJ, a.k.a. T-Spay, a.k.a. he's fucking tired and he wants to go home. A.k.a. Maverick, a.k.a. Albinus Minus. (laughs) (laughs) Also joined by my boy, Bolts. What's up, Bolts? God. What's up, dog? How are you? Oh, my God. Bolts is like over there using Bolts is over there using both of us. He's like, I will pull the I'll pull the PC closer. Uh, anyways, guys, so fucking shit. Like this is like the hardest podcast I've ever done in my life. Um, so I I. I Basically, what's going to have to happen is I'm going to have to shell out a good little chunk of money uh, probably in February and get a mixer, a mix board, and it's going to fix (laughs) it. He's like, we're going to have to wait a year. Damn, we are fucked, guys. Oh, my God, bro. We can only hope and pray. I'm telling you. Uh, I just wish everything could have set up on... <laughs> I don't even know, bro. All right, guys. So, it's a fucking podcast for sure. Bro, why does this sound like your Facebook Live video? You're like, I you know, know, I did this like- myself. <laughs> Anyways, guys, all right, let's get into it. Oh, my God. Uh, Zach, what have you been drinking? What have you been fucking gaming, bro? <laughs> uh, drinking water. I haven't really been playing too much. I've been... Stop laughing. I'm laughing because I'm fucking exhausted, bro. <laughs> I've been drinking water. I've been... I kind of picked up Street Fighter again just because they new character came out. So I've been playing that. Who who was the new character? Not new, new, but from previous games. It came out with Cody. Oh, okay. I, I couldn't remember if they were going to launch, if they already had launched Cody, but they still plan on doing a couple more There's two more in this season, and surely they're going to keep going until, you know, Street Fighter Six is announced. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, TJ, um, I know you've actually been playing some video games recently. Space Bay. Uh, yeah, man. I just actually uh, played halfway through the World War II campaign. Um, and, yeah, dude, Sledgehammer did such an awesome job. They did an awesome job, man. What about you, Bolts? What have you been gaming? Bro, I'm about balls deep. It's on Fallout 4 right now, my man. It's pretty good. It's the first time I played it, so it's pretty good. <laughs> Say balls one more time for us. Balls. Okay. He, he says balls like he does his last name. Balls. Balls. That's pretty pretty similar. Anyways, guys, so 
We're going to move down into the topics. Um, we're not going to be doing a video game coming soon. We're just going to be moving into the topics, and we're going to have a little discussion. Shamu 3 piece. already came out. so <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a little discussion piece at the end that I think is going to be pretty awesome. Uh, we kind of kind of touched on it on grilling and chilling, but we'll, we'll talk about that in just a second. So, topic number one, Epic Games has delayed... The playground mode. Now, this playground mode is a free creation mode. You can go in there and create stuff however you want to, do things the way you want to. There's still Minecraft. Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, friendly fire and all this other stuff is turned on, but they delayed it because a lot of issues were happening with it. Um, now, what I want to ask you guys is, do you think that Epic Games is doing great with the content that they're releasing? They're having all these different things. Just recently had this rocket launched where it looked like this giant crack in the sky happened. And there was uh, like a multiverse that's about to start happening in the game. Um, you know, it's, it's a ton of different content, but do you think it's kind of getting... A little repetitive. We're gonna go with uh, we're gonna go with Zach first. I know I don't think it's repetitive because they're doing something different every time, and just the fact that it's a free game that they're releasing free updates for, like basically weekly at this point, adding new stuff and new modes and all this other stuff. That just that says a lot to me, just from a business perspective. Because, yeah, you know, they're ma still making money off their microtransactions, like, except theirs are all cosmetic stuff. So they're definitely making the money to be able to do this, obviously, or it wouldn't be happening. And you can say what you want about the game. It's successful for a reason, Bolts. <laughs> but, no, it's fine. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's successful for a reason. Yeah, and I think that's a big part of it is because people are drawn to the free game and they capitalized on it by releasing all these updates the week after week. Uh, what about you, TJ? What do you think about this? I feel like they're kind of reaching, like they're grasping for stuff to stay new and fresh. Um, you know, because you can only go so far with what they have, and it's and I'm not hating on the game at all. They're very successful. You can thank all the microtransactions that people buy for all the weekly updates to pay the people to do that, but. It's coming too soon and too fast, and they're trying to do too much at one time, and it's starting to make them look kind of like fools, because now their stuff's not supported. That's just like uh, games when they release, and you have to release six patches with the game, because the game's coming out, and there's it's full of holes, and so, I mean, if they're going to do it, I mean, my God, just wait a month and do it right. I mean, you don't have to do something every week. They're too busy trying to nerf the guns and nerf the rockets, make it to where you can't ride them, and trying to make it to where, you, oh, we can ride a shopping cart. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, like, put, some, put your money into something that's going to hold. You know what I mean? Don't just do temporary fixes. Uh, Bolts, I want to hear your very opinionated opinion about this as well. It's it's not so much an opinionated. It's it's a, it's a successful game in in its own right. It's it's a it's a hundred player you know deathmatch basically. But there's a saying where it says less is more. Um, you keep throwing this and this and this and this and this and this. You got you just got a game that's just gonna be cluster fucked with stuff left and right. And it's it's not gonna yes people are still gonna play it because it is Fortnite and that's what they love to play. But you're just you're you're gonna you're gonna drown out the game itself and what the game initially was great, great at playing for. You got a hundred player deathmatch, 
you can build stuff here there there and then you just throw all these hundred million different aspects into it you're taken away from the game itself that was a very well laid out discussion let's move on to the next topic <laughs> all right so uh the next topic at hand um i think tj were you going to talk about this one or did you have that other one pulled up or no oh no yeah i have it ready are you ready for it yeah 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 this is actually something that we've actually been wanting to know so this is going to be pretty interesting uh death stranding kojima explains why secrecy surrounds the game uh despite having released myriad videos of death stranding at this point including its most recent showcase during sony's playstation e3 2018 press conference it's safe to say that the majority of fans looking forward to the game have yet to be have yet to fully understand what it's even about with this being the case, the project's director, Hideo Kojima, recently decided to clear the air as to why he has decided to maintain such a dense shroud of secrecy around the forthcoming PS4 exclusive. Not too long ago, Variety held an interview with Kojima in which the Death Stranding director declared that the secrecy surrounding the game is partly a reaction to the social, open, publicity-driven world we all currently live in. According to the director, we live in a time of social networks. In this time, people just Im want immediate answers. But not only answers, they also want to know what they feel. This is good, this is bad, this is a game I should like, this is a game I shouldn't like. They want answers for what they should think. By not offering a concrete concept in the public marketplace of what Death Stranding is just yet, Kojima is causing fans to openly converse about the potential it holds rather than regurgitating the details offered by development studio. Thus, keeping its mysteries alive while also ensuring it remains at the forefront of potential players' discussions. As explained by Kojima, it's like a math problem, where knowing the answer is not that important, the important thing is the process of getting to the answer. Another reason as to why Kojima is playing his cards so close to the vest with Death Stranding is due to the way in which video games are marketed these days. The Death Stranding director and Metal Gear Solid creator stated that the current promotional approaches found within the industry reveal too much of a game, destroying the most important part of what makes them games. That is their interactive journey, Kojima said. I don't want to take away the most fun part for the players. All things considered, Kojima's decision to keep a tight lid on what kind of game Death Stranding is is aiming to be has, has worked in his favor. As the director has managed to pick the curiosity of players practically everywhere by displaying the title's often outlandish and at times psychedelic visuals without having to answer standard Q&A questions about gameplay. Although multiplayer and combat details have leaked, with nothing too palpable in, <clears throat> in the way of such features having been shown yet, it's still too early to tell whether or not the rumored information is legitimate, which is another win for Death Stranding. Hopefully, though, we will at least receive an official release date soon. Wow. Okay, so uh, with that, our... Let me say it like this. With that being said, basically, he's trying to go against the grain of the industry as a whole. He's doing everything the opposite way. Yeah, so he's basically trying to do everything completely different. He's trying to literally keep it on so much of a hush that whenever the game comes out, it is a completely new experience that no one knows about until the game is fully released. So I'm excited about that. Zach, would you like to see more developers kind of go this route? I do. I mean, obviously, I think it depends on the game and the developer, but I think Kojima is one of those guys that I think you can trust with this stuff just because he's got a good reputation in the industry for just making quality games in the first place. So it's not like I'm going to look at Death Stranding, see it's made by Kojima, and probably not get it because I don't trust the developer like I would EA or something like that. But marketing it like this where you keep it hush-hush until the final day, I think it's good because it does keep the mystery surrounding it. And 
you know, when you get really hyped up over something and they just keep releasing more and more stuff about it, eventually you have all these puzzle pieces put together that you basically already know what the game is, what it's about. And when it comes out, it's, it's, it's hype because you get to play it, but it's less so because you already know what's going to happen. Whereas when you take this approach with it, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into, which keeps it alive for a lot of people. Yeah, I actually agree with that point. Uh, Bolts, would you like to see more developers kind of have that hush-hush aspect that, that Kojima is putting into his game? Um, to a certain to a certain extent, I mean, mystery is always is always a good thing. Um, but also, people need to know what the hell they're buying, you know. And and then, that, but 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 that's that's it, you know. If if you want to keep the mystery, that's fine. If you want to tell people about your game, that's wonderful. But it's kind of a hit and miss. Is this he, This will either be a good thing or it will be a terrible thing, you know. Well, people will buy the game because it is because the guy developing is the guy developing it. You know, um, but if it wasn't him, what would you do? You know, and, and that's the honest. And that's the honest. If if it wasn't a well-known developer, would you be like, yeah, I'm still gonna buy it. I've seen a few this and a few that, so I'm still gonna buy it. If you don't know anything about it, but since it is the guy developing, everybody will buy it. Everybody will love it because it will be a great game. You know, but if it wasn't him, you be it, it just you be you be in limbo, going, hmm, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, that's the kicker that i was talking about the first kicker was the reputation of the developer behind it means way 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 more than a lot of other things i actually i agree with all y'all on your on your points i think uh you know tj um did you have something else that you wanted to say as well <clears throat> yeah let me let me ask y'all guys this and then i want to get y'all's opinions on this if god of war's trailer had come out and it showed him use his axe for action like throwing it to stop a wheel or something like that, but you never saw him kill an enemy, would you still have been as hyped for the game without seeing the creativity behind how the action changed behind killing enemies and the special moves and how you can change weapons and stuff like that? Because all you saw, like just think, all you could see was him using it in, in an action as like throwing and freezing a wheel and you didn't get to see any kind of action. Would that have left you wanting questions of, dude, if he can throw that like that, what is he going to be able to do with his enemies if they never showed him kill an enemy? Yeah, like, my hype would have still been through the roof because if I all saw, ugh, if all I saw was that, my imagination would be the one running wild. Exactly right. So is that is that kind of his goal here? Is he's trying to leave more to your imagination? Yeah, it's like, what can you do? And your mind just goes through all these scenarios. And because like, nothing, and we've said this, and I said that, I was like, bro, we could do like a two-hour yeah. long podcast. You're like, bro, it lasts like two minutes because we know nothing. And at that point, you can run wild with that. And if you get doubts, you can look back at the other God of War games and see that they're good and you don't really have anything to worry about on like the basis of is it going to be good or not. Because there's lots of things that I've, I've, brought into question is do they draw power from the babies the infants uh, are the things like that catch you do they absorb your power and age you do they take your life expectancy and the infants is that why they carry around infants is to keep them young i mean it just leaves a lot to question is that why they have them so when they travel and deliver they have to stay young in case they get caught by one of those things and that's the protector i mean it just leaves all of these questions but like when you see gameplay from like god of war you're like Killing enemies, we know there's going to be a story. And I love God of War, and I'm not bashing it. I'm just telling you, games are predictable. We can predict games now. You go get a car game, you know you're going to be racing. You go get a God of War game, you know you're going to have hacking and slashing. 
you know, you go, you go, you know, you, you like, you buy a Metal Gear Solid 5 before you even got it. You know, there's going to be guns and shooting in a storyline. Games are so predictable. And I think that's what he's getting at is I'm going to change the game completely. I think that's what he's aiming for. And that's an awesome aspect of it. And I think it's going to be really great for the industry. Uh, next topic at hand, Shenmue 3 system requirements are tame. But God dang, 100 <laughs> this gigabytes. This is important. Shamu 3. That whale is huge. 100 gigabytes huge. That's right. 100, uh, 100 gigabytes worth of space is what you need for the game. Bro, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 with all of its DLC is 75 gigabytes. That's three expansions. It's crazy that you would need that much for, for a game like this. For Shamu 3. <laughs> uh, but Bolts... What do you think about this, bro? I know you played Shimu, Shimu one and two, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I play, I played both both one and two. Um, they're great. I mean, a hundred gigabytes of space. What what are we doing? I mean, I mean, you know, once again, let me go back to the people that live in the it country. Like the best graphics exactly. we've ever seen. Exactly. No, let me go back to the people that live out in the boonies that want to buy. Say a one-player campaign game here. You know how long that dumb bitch is gonna take to download? <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, you're lucky, bro. I'm just it's it's that's it just seems ridiculous. It, it really does. I mean, if it takes a hundred bytes, a hundred bytes, hundred gigabytes to download, <laughs> good lord, just good lord. I I agree. I think it's ridiculous and it's stupid and it's dumb. It's just like this. It's just like this setup we have of everybody having to mute their mic and stuff. You know, honestly, bro, I may be switching out my my blue Yeti because if it's just the Yeti mic, it seems like everybody else is is not really picking up. I may be getting one of these twenty nine dollar mics and it actually record better than a freaking hundred and twenty dollar mic. Um, so anyways, and our discussion tonight, as I said, this is going to be a short episode. Um, our discussion tonight is uh something of uh something of a little bit of a controversy guys fallout 76 cross-platform play with ps4 something bethesda would have loved to do but is basically being held back from doing it has been stated in a interview with todd howard from gamestar um dot de um that uh, they want to do this, but Sony, this is quoted from Todd Howard, Sony is not as helpful as everyone would like, but we will see what happens in the future. So basically, what Howard and the team probably would have liked to do is launched the game with cross-platform play through Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. But as we all know with the recent events with the Nintendo Switch and Fortnite and Xbox and all this other crap that's been going on about cross-platform, this is something that is not happening at this point in time. So, the discussion point is this. Do you guys think that this is becoming an ongoing problem with Sony as a whole? We are starting to see this trend of cross-platform play, and people really want it. So, what do you guys think is going to happen? And, you know, I don't know. Would you like to see Fallout 76 have cross-platform play? Zach? Yes. Yes, it's Sony being stubborn because they're top dog in the market right now. That's what it comes down to. They have the biggest base, they have the most customers, so they think they can get away with more. But you get a breaking point where your customers are going to turn on you because you're pushing it too far. I honestly think the answer to all of this is 
make a platform to where all three consoles can log into it, and then that's where you cross-platform at. You pay $2.99 a month for it, and all three companies get revenue off of it. That cures all the problems. Sony's making money like they want to make money. The other two really don't care at this point, so if they get more revenue, booyah, invested in some studios. Sony's all about the bottom dollar. I, if I had really good internet, I would pay $2.99 a month to play with other players. It's, it's, not a, it's not an issue. It's not hard. They just need to come together, get their directive team together, and put together some kind of software to where they can all three play on the same platform. Bolts, what about you, bro? Um, Sony, Sony is, is, is kicking their own ass with this, basically. Um, you know, I, I, I know that Fallout 76 is not, is not coming to the Switch, correct? It's not? No, uh, at this point in time, it's not. But we've seen Wolfenstein, we've seen other games go. There's a possibility it's going to. Okay, now, I'll tell you this right now. You know, we talked about Fortnite being a huge game that they're going to cross-platform, Minecraft, Minecraft even, you know? Um, if you can get Fallout 76, you know, if, if it's success on the PS4 and the Xbox One, as far as the multiplayer goes, and somehow they port it over to the Switch for cross-platforming, that's going to be absolutely freaking huge. Because if, if, if it does as well as what we think it's going to do, and they're able to port it over to the Switch and then cross-platform that way between, between PC, Microsoft, and Switch... At that that right there will be the breaking point for Sony. Yes, I know Fortnite is big. Absolutely. Fortnite is big. Fortnite is also a fad. Minecraft is big. Minecraft's been big for years. Okay. But you got a you, you got a game and a developer like Fallout 76 and Bethesda, and then you cross-platform them two between the Switch, PC, and the Xbox, it will be the the little downfall to Sony. They will have to do something. Yeah, I actually agree with you on that, Bolts. I think that Sony is kind of backed up into a corner right now at this point in time. And I think that if they don't do something about this, that it's going to become a real big problem. Now, Sean Layden, uh, one of the VPs at Sony, had actually stated in an interview that he believes that this is, uh, you know, they're coming up with a problem, a, 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 a problem-fixing, uh, problem-fixing, god dang. They're coming up with a solution for this that both them and consumers will like but the problem with that is he had stated before in an earlier interview it's all about money it's all about money they don't want to do something like this if they're not going to be making money off of it if everyone else all these other third-party companies and microsoft and nintendo and whatever are going to be making money from their players they want to find a way of making money as well so I think we can all agree that this is just a really weird situation that Sony is in right now. And I think that if they don't get out of this little rut that they're in, that I think they could actually be a really big problem. So we're going to go ahead and go around and have closing thoughts on this. Zach, what do you think Sony could do? Do you agree with TJ that they could do a $2.99 service? Or do you think that Sony is just going to be stubborn and they're not going to do anything about it? I think it depends on the outcry. I think if it gets big enough, they'll be forced to do something eventually. I don't know if it'll be a $2.99 service. That's, frankly, that's real cheap for today's day and age. But, I mean, yeah, that's true. They'll find a way to milk it, I'm sure. As much as I like Sony and PS4 and everything, though, they really are biting themselves in the butt with this, though. So, I think eventually if the outcry gets big enough, they'll be forced to do something about it. What about you, TJ? 
I know that you've already kind of given your opinion, but I, I, I have. But let me put it like this. So let's just do it like this. How many consoles do you say uh, Sony had? It was seventy-five million. Is that correct? Seventy-six million is what they seventy-six sold. million. Okay, say thirty-five million dollars. Pay two ninety-nine. That's three dollars. You can do the math on that. So you can let me write my soul, son. <laughs> so that's over hundred and fifty million dollars just just for all three. So that's fifty million a piece just to play with each other. That's it. And you made $50 million. $50 million. And that's, it's ridiculous that they had to move. It's its ridiculous that they've had to get to this point that gamers are the ones that are out crying. And then you're like, okay, well, we'll finally do something. We can't make any money, but I just told you how to make $50 million, And all you have to do is say, okay. That's it. What about you, Bolts? <laughs> Y'all two be tripping me out over here. Um... Um, it's, it's, it's just like anything. It's just like Microsoft. Microsoft ruled the 360 and the PS3 era, right? And so when the next-gen consoles came out, they rove the wave of their previous console with all of their exclusives, okay? PS4 came out with tons and tons of exclusives content left and right. Now, Microsoft has set back for the next for the past couple years. They've been slowly trying to get back into the game. They heard their outcry and, and they've seen their sales falter because of the exclusives were not there and whatnot. So they went out and bought all these companies so they can get these exclusives, so they can make these games, so they can put it on their next gen console. Sony is gonna have to do something. You know, it's 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 each era is gonna have a reason for something. Sony is gonna have to start to play ball, and that's and that's just the end of it. They're gonna have to do something to play ball. They're gonna get left behind, just like they did ten years ago, just like just like Microsoft did this past era. And if Sony doesn't do anything, they're gonna get left behind. I agree, and I think we can all agree that that this is the end of the the freaking episode. Okay. So hopefully this next time we do the podcast, we're going to have a little bit better of a setup. I am really going to work hard this week, guys, to try and get this this little weird situation fixed. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to freaking do it. I thought that I couldn't record four mics at once, but we're doing it, and I'm going to make it more streamlined and easier. So uh, this is the end of this episode. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Freaking peace out, bro.